0: Welcome to the Intentional Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Ange Barnard. And today we have some news to share. So I've been talking about how I was going to release a second podcast. And I'm trying y'all to be the person, to be the person, that doesn't just talk about stuff, but actually does it, actually follows through. So what was really cool was I was part of a, workshop type of thing where we did some reflections on the past several months, like looking back into January to now, and we reflected on what has happened and what we're proud of ourselves for and then what we want to happen as we progress farther along. And I love exercises like that. I love it so much. It's so fun to look back and see the many ways that you've really shown up for yourself and you can be so proud of yourself. And I just, I feel like I can be really hard on myself. And I don't know if you can be the same way where you forget all the things that you've really been doing. And like, it's so easy to feel like it's not enough, right? There's so much more that you can be doing or getting mad at yourself or being distracted. You know, but when I looked back, I was like, dang, girl, you getting stuff done. Like when I went back and I saw them like those dreams are coming true. Like that vision is becoming reality. That is the thing that I hear so often from my clients is like, Ange, like I'm really becoming the person that I want to be. Like my vision is coming to life. Like I see it. What a good freaking feeling. Speaking of that, if you want to coach me one on one, I just had three spots open up on my calendar. Um, So reach out. I have a website now. It's getting, guys, it's out there. I'm just going to tell you it's out there, but it's going to get updated around. My keynotes are changing a little bit, but the coaching page is up there so you can see the coaching options, things like that, but it's angebarnard.com. And it's so hard for me to tell you that because I know it's getting updated even more and like the perfectionist in me is like, no, because I'm changing all the keynotes and we're shifting things more around since I've gotten even more clarity. But I'm like, you know what? I'm letting it go. Like I'm not over here trying to be perfect, you know? And it's something that can hold you back so much when you're not willing to show up because it's not perfect, right? Like nothing's perfect at all. So speaking of that, Going back to my whole point, was that I was doing this whole reflection exercise. And I was like, Yeah, so proud of myself, right? And then I was like, Oh, but but wait, that podcast, that second podcast that I wanted to launch, I told myself I was gonna do it by June first. And I was like, at the time of this recording, it's like getting close to the end, you know? And um, I was like, well, we're just going to do it today then, homegirl. We're going to do it today. So what I did was I recorded four episodes based off of notes that I had around things I had ideas of episodes I wanted to do. And I just released the dang thing. So it is out into the world. And it's still, I'm, I'm guessing it's going to take some time for it to be on all platforms. But what it is called is it's called Encourage Her Faith Podcasts. And this is a space that you can go to if you want to strengthen your personal relationship with God, your personal relationship. And that's something I emphasize because I am the person who believes that everybody has a personal relationship with God. And it may look different than someone else's relationship with God. But I do share on this podcast things from the Bible, stories, I call them devotionals and things from the Bible. And then I tell you what how I interpret it and I apply it also to my life. And the reason why I, sh- I created this podcast was because I was looking for that. Like I wanted a podcast where I'm like, is there anyone talking about faith like in a way that I can relate to, a person I can relate to? Like, you know, I swear sometimes I'm imperfect by all means. Like, you know, I'm still like I doubt sometimes I... um. I do, like, I'm a sinner, okay? Like, we all are, right? But, like, I wanted someone to, like, keep it real with me, but I also still wanted to grow grow my faith, you know? And to keep it real with you, like I do, you know, oh, like, sometimes – I have seen people show up in ways where I'm like, I don't want to identify with you. Like whatever you call yourself, like you're calling yourself a Christian, I don't want to be associated with someone like you. It hurts my heart to say that because I, my faith is like I identify as a Christian, like I call myself that. But you know, people have showed up in such hateful ways that I'm like, I don't know. Like we don't sit at the same table because I don't know. The way you're showing up is not what I consider to, to be a loving Christian. You know, but we all – we all – we all messed up is what I'm trying to say over here. Um, so anyways, I just wanted a space where I could just share, share about my own devotionals and stuff. Because I wanted to hear someone that talked about this stuff like I do. Um, but I was, I struggled finding it and I wanted to, to, it to be quick. So, you know, I go in with intentions of it being quick. But is it always quick? No. So anyways, the episodes average around about 20 minutes. I put four episodes out. So if you dig around, you probably, um, for sure you can find it on Podbean because that's where it was released. But if you dig around, um, you should be able to find it if you are someone who feels like, oh, that's something I want to listen to. I'm going to give you a sample here in a bit because this episode, I'm actually going to play for you the entire episode from the Encourage Her Faith podcast. Um, where you can hear the intro, the ending of it, all the things um, about asking God for what it is that you want. Um, Because I think it's so relative to this show around intentionally designing your life and um, how we need to clarify what it is we want. And then that helps us ask for it and how we're called to do that. So I chose that episode very specifically for this show as just to show you what you can expect on that other show. Now, some people have asked me, why did you create another show when you already have one? Like, couldn't you just start sharing more of that on this show? Well, the reason why I created the other one is I wanted it to be like, you knew what you were getting. Like, this is like devotionals on that one. Like, there will be things getting pulled from the Bible. This episode, this show is very much about, like, intentionally designing your life as a whole. There's so many different other things. Like, on this show, like – if you're not down for the Bible stuff, then it's okay. You're still welcome here. You can still listen to all the other things. And you know, I still love you. Like, right. But I wanted people to know what they were getting on that other show. Does that make sense? So it's like a different space. So that's why I created it. It's out into the world. Um, I don't know if I want to tell my husband because uh, he's going to be like, seriously, Ange, another thing, y'all, because there's so much that's been going on. But I just felt called. Like today I was like, dang, like I did that so fast. And like just a couple hours, I was pretty, well, let's say three because I had to write the description and do all the things. But like it just flew, just like came out of me. And I was like, there's God. Like, that's what happens. You know, when you get in the zone and the flow and the Holy Spirit shows up, intuition, whatever you want to call it, homie, shows up. And it's like flow. Things just go. And that happened. So I just put it out there. And I'm so proud of myself because I was like, yes, I still met my goal. Um, but that came from I was reflecting back and I was like, wait, there's still some things I want to give energy to. There's still some things I haven't finished. So it's out there, y'all, but you're going to hear the episode in a bit. But I want to just quick update you on a couple more things. Another thing that, oh, I got so much to tell you. The TEDx um, stuff that I've been doing as far as helping people with their talks, it's been really fun. I've got to meet some really cool people. Here's some really great ideas. Um, another thing that's been going on is I wanted to really hone into you know, my communications consulting self, that part of myself. Um, and yeah, so I just got invited to be a part of this persuasive communications consulting firm. So I get to be one of their, uh, consultants on their team, their facilitators and their trainers, which I'm so excited about. So that's just a thing that I'm doing in addition to all the other things that I'm doing, like my programs, all that. But I think it's fun because I get to also be in that space that I wanted to be in You know, and to teach in that way around those specific things, but you bet, uh, you know, I'm still teaching around intentional life design stuff. I'm going to really amp up those teachings and or commit to your vision program the next round of it. I know I keep talking about it. I haven't sat down and like really defined when those dates are going to be, but I'm really excited about what's to come. I just feel like this new fire like lit in me and I just see so much of my vision becoming a reality and I just feel like I'm just so freaking grateful that's how I feel lately. Can you feel it? Can you feel it in my heart? Um, the reason I say that too is y'all, I shared, I shared this fun story this past weekend. Um, oh, stuff's been nuts over here. Let me tell you. So we have Airbnb'd our, our home, right? And, um, it's awesome because we were gone for almost two weeks and we had two families come and stay in our lake home and they were amazing guests. I came home to like the place was clean after they left. They were just sweet. Like it just made me feel so much better about what we were doing because, you know, it's it's kind of vulnerable to open up your own personal space like that and have strangers come on in. But it was great because we were gone for two weeks. We went to Florida. We went to Seattle, um, like Orlando, Florida, and then Seattle, obviously Washington, that space and we were like traveling um and anyways while we're gone it was nice because we were actually got to bring in some income too from our place but also bless people with wonderful memories with their family and that makes my heart so freaking happy so anywho and that's on on my vision board too so it's coming to be all the things and uh so we get home and we spend time with our family on the lake and my in-laws have a jet ski and it holds three people so it was me, my husband and my little nephew. He's four years old and he was in between us. And it was so fun because at one point in time, we we're riding around, you know, like as fa- fast on the jet ski. And he was like, um, my heart is so happy. My heart is so happy. And he's like, do you feel it? Do you feel it too? And it just made my heart happy to hear him say that because I was like that feeling though, like when you're like, my heart is so happy and that energy is contagious. Other people feel it. Like I love that. I want more of that in my life. And where does that come from, that feeling? It comes from you living in alignment with your values, your greatest values. Living in alignment with them. You doing what is in alignment with your vision of who you want to be and who maybe God has called you to be. That's what I would say. Right? It's that's where that feeling comes from. And I've been feeling it so much lately. Like I just I feel so blessed because I'm like I can see like evidence of all those things coming to be because I feel like I've really been focusing on putting God first, and that's why i I shared this new podcast. um, I want everything I do to glorify God, like the goodness of God, love, you know, ultimately that's what God is. um, but I like keeping it real with you i've I've been afraid of that because i've I never wanted someone to think that. I was going to be crappy towards them or judge them because of my faith you know because so many people have be- in the name of the faith you know and it's like i i was like ew, like i don't want to sit at lunch with those pe- t- that table with those people you know like that was my mindset but now i've just been just reminded over and over it's like and you can do it in a different way like you can show the love in a different way um and be an example of that you can show up and be the one that's like i'll raise my hand and say i swear every day almost every day i'm just gonna be real multiple times a day i swear um which is, I don't know, does it even say that you can't do that in Bible? I don't know. Someone tell me. School me on that. Because I feel like sometimes you just need to get that in for like the emphasis, you know? Like I was teaching my um, TEDx class the other day. We're going over like their talks. And I said, before you get off this call, like we are committing, committing to th- being on that stage. You know, um, you've invested all the time, the money, all the things to come here to do this work. Develop your talk. Share your amazing idea with the world. Don't just be interested in doing it. Be committed. Because when you're committed, you'll do whatever it takes. Remember, when you're interested, you'll do what's convenient. Sounds like a good idea. Yeah, I'd like that, right? But when stuff gets hard, then you back away. But when you're committed, whatever it takes. So I was like, say that, like, you, before you leave, type in the chat. I'm committed. So they did, you know. And then someone wrote, I'm committed AF. And I was like, Yeah, boy. Yeah. Because I'm like, that takes it to the next level, right? You know? Okay. You feel me? Because you're my people if you're listening to the show. So anyways, um, my point was, is that, yeah, I've just been feeling all these summer feels. And in the Midwest, it's like warm. People are on the lake. It's just feeling so good. And I also got me thinking this whole reflection thing. It got me thinking about a summer bucket list. And I wrote a summer bucket list for myself. The reason why I did is because I just heard a Bible verse that like, I don't know. I've, I've heard this thing before, but I heard it again recently and I was like, wait, like it hit me in a different way. Stuff does like that. Stuff does that to me. That's what I'm talking about actually in the episode I'm about to share with you from Encourage Her Faith podcast. Um, but, anyways, this was the verse that I heard. It was Psalm 90, 912. 90, 12, okay. It says, to teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. You know what I took away from that? This is what I took away, that our days are numbered here, right? They're numbered here. Um, it's not unlimited time here. So if somebody told you, like think about someone you love, if they were like, hey, you only have X amount of days with that person, wouldn't you show up so differently? Wouldn't you show up and just like love on that person? Wouldn't you have so much fun? Heck, yeah, you would if you knew that your days are numbered. Well, like this is a quote saying, hey, teach us, teach us, God, to remind us our days are numbered here. They're numbered. Help me show up in the world with that kind of wisdom. So I was like, OK, so someone talks about it being like a summer thing, like you have 90 days of summer or whatever it is, you know. So I kind of thought about that. I was like, OK, in these, let's pretend 90 days of summer, um, what do I want to do? Who do I want to be? So I wrote down a whole summer bucket list. I recommend you do that. It's kind of fun. So I wrote down camping, like I want to go camping at least a couple weekends for sure. I already have one in the calendar. So I'm thinking about what other ones I want to add in there. Probably be at least three. I want to do a really long hike in northern Michigan. I'm doing that long bike ride I've been training for. Side note, y'all. So I've been training for the Ragbri. you know, to bike across Iowa, 500 miles in a week. And you know, I was, I've never been like an avid bike rider. Like, no, I had to like Google all the things to figure out who I need to be. But I did do my first long bike ride. I have a lot more than I really need to be doing. I'm behind on the schedule. But anywho, I'm doing this thing. I'm committed. And uh, long story short, Ian and I got in a bike crash. And did I ever tell you this? I don't think I did. So what happened was, is he was... I stopped because the snake was crossing the road. I feel like I might have said this. Either way, I'm going to tell you again. Um, I stopped because the snake was crossing the path and um, he hit me. So crash, you know, right. And I got this. Um, he flew off his bike. We got all scraped up, all the things. And when he went over to come <laughs> to me, because I kind of laid there for a while, because I was like tangled in the bikes. He's like, Are you OK? And I was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. And I went to go stand up and I noticed I had cut my side of my leg. What happened was his bike chain had cut my, my leg and um, I thought, whatever, it was no big deal. I didn't even hurt, but it was a little, it was a little deep and it took a while for us to ride back because we're like 20 something miles out or something like that. We're riding back. So the whole time it's kind of, it's probably got like oil grease in it, rocks, all the things. And then I had a long ride home. So anywho, it got infected while I was in uh, Seattle. And the thing that gets me nervous is once back in the day, I was hospitalized in ICU because I had an infection that ended up basically becoming septic. It was a bad situation. Like I Pretty much could have died from it. It was a very scary time in my life, and or I thought my leg was going to get amputated. All the things. So now, when I have infections, it's just like you have to be really mindful of that because I have all these resistances to antibiotics because there's been so many that I've been on over the years. Um. So, anyways, we're dealing with that. We're still dealing with that now. I'm still on the antibiotics, Um, but it seems like it's getting better. So hopefully, all is well with that. Um, I have no idea why I was telling you that. It was because I was talking about the rag bride and the bikes. Like I'm, I'm committed. That's what we're talking about. It's an example of being committed to your vision and who you want to be. And then I was um, wanting like an anniversary party at my lake home. I talked about like wanting to do, we're going to a canoe trip in the Aquatic Coast, so complete wilderness for a week with my family. Um, I want to do a boat ride weekly. I'm getting my boat. We don't. I don't even know how to operate a boat. I don't, no idea, but I have one. That we got from the last guy that used to live in my house he gave us a super good deal on it so we just got this boat and i'll figure out how to work it actually let's be real i ain't gonna work it i'm just gonna have you do it anyways um so come over if you want to go on a bike and a boat ride once we figure it out so and what else do i have on here start a second podcast which we're doing um done stand up paddle boarding my pickleball stuff once a week that i've been doing you know like oh, this is like summer feels. So I just I'm curious for you, your summer bucket list. Can, do you have some ideas? What are the things that you're thinking of? Your days are numbered. What do you want to do this summer? Think about it. Okay. I was snapping there. Ian get My husband gets so mad when I do that. When I when I ask him to do something, I'll snap and he'll be like, don't snap at me. I don't know. I just get like, I don't know, feisty. And I snap. I'm like, come on. We don't have all day are you the person let's can you just let's make sure we're on the same page like when you want something done you want it done now you don't want it done in five minutes an hour like that's how i am i'm like can you take the garbage out and then if he doesn't i'm like i can do it then i'll go do it you know i'm working on being a proverbs 31 woman i have a whole episode about that the modern day proverbs 31 women which is on the encourage your faith podcast okay long story short Um, We're about twenty minutes in. This been an episode itself, but I'm gonna just quickly play for you one of the episodes on the new show, Encourage Her Faith podcast, and you can go over there and give it some love if you're like, I think I'm gonna start listening to this regularly. There's four episodes already on there for you to listen to. Okay, so change of plans, y'all. I was going to put on here the episode how to ask how to ask God for what it is you want, but instead. I'm going to play another episode, which is the modern day Proverbs 31 women. And I talk about how I see her very differently than I used to see her. And you might see her, hear about her, and might be like, maybe I do want to be kind of like this chick, you know? I don't know. You can decide. You can decide with this episode um but with that being said too if you want to hear the other episodes that i was referring to like how to ask god for what you want and like some other things about personal relationship with god signs from god stuff like that you can go check out the show encourage her faith podcast all right let's just get right to it here we go <music> Hey, welcome to the Encourage Her Faith podcast. I'm your host, Ange Barnard, and this show is here to help you strengthen your personal relationship with God and encourage your faith. Grow that faith so that you can walk around as the confident woman that God has designed you to be, trusting that everything is working out for your good, that can be used for your good because God is for you, period non-negotiable. And he can turn anything that might seem crappy into a good thing that has a deeper purpose and a deeper meaning, right? Everything can be used for your good. Okay. With that being said, what are we going to talk about today? We are going to talk about the Proverbs 31 woman. So the thing with the Proverbs 31 woman that I'm just, I'm going to flat out just say it. That chick does a lot of stuff. Can we be real? If you've ever read through Proverbs 31 10 through 31, like this? This she's got a lot going on, you know. So I read this, and because I've had there's some really annoying alarm going off right now, I don't know what's going on, but anyways, um, I don't think it's concerning, I think it's from outside or something, but anyways, I read through the Proverbs 31 10 31 stuff in the Bible because I had a friend that was like, Yeah, I just really want to be more like the Proverbs 31 Woman. And then I looked through it and I was like, oh, uh, who's got time for all that? You know, like I'm be real. I'm keeping it real. So I read through it and I remember the old me read through it and was just like, What? Like, so this is like you're just like a slave, basically? Like this is my old mindset. And then most recently, I had a friend who has completely transformed her life where she did, was not about Christianity before at all. You know, maybe because some people that she might have known that, that claim to be Christians may have showed up in a nasty way or whatever. I hear that, that a lot of times that's people's reasoning for wanting to step away from Christianity where it's like, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be associated with them if you show up and you hate like that, you know, but then we have to remember that these are humans humans that do human things. And it's not like God, right? We don't, we have to remember it's a personal relationship and we need to seek that personal relationship on our own, not make it based off of how other people show up. You know, we all need that lesson, but I totally get it because I've struggled with that too. Well, anyways, um, It's so interesting because lately her life has just transformed so much. She has really put God first, really dives into the word, um, has been out there encouraging other people to do the same. And it's like, what? Because I just think about before how she was like, "Uh -uh, don't even like talk to me about that, you know, was more resistant to it. Didn't I mean, she was always loving because that's the kind of person that she is. But she was just kind of like, that's not for me. and like, disregard. Right. But then something changed in her heart. And it's so cool to see how like God is using her where she's at and just how much has transformed and even how he's using her with me, you know. So I don't know why I had to go on that whole rant. But the point of that rant was this, was because she recently created this group and she's like, hey, like, let's go through like the Proverbs 31 women, like really like read this to ourselves, you know, daily, really, really think about what is being said here So I pull it back out and I saw it so differently than how I saw it before. And I think another reason for this is because another person I admire talked about the Proverbs 31 women in a way that I never heard before. It was like all happening around the same time because you know how God works like that. Like you'll see one message from one person then it shows up in a different way here and then another person. You're like, okay, God, I see you. You got some message from me here. Well, that's what was happening. So I was following a woman that I really admire who's um, a very popular um, property investor for women. And I've been really interested in property investment as a, as a means to create generational wealth for my family in the future, all the things. And plus, I think it's just so fun. Like, I just became an Airbnb host and just creating my space for people to enjoy and create memories with their family. Like, it's just so fun. It makes my heart so happy when they tell me, like, we had so much fun at your place. And it's just like, yeah, you know, like that. It just feels good to do that, you know? So, anyways, this investor had shared about the Proverbs 31 women. And she's like, Yeah, the Proverbs 31 woman is like an investor. Like she's, she, she, she pulled out, I got to go into some of these verses here. And after I read it, I was like, This chick, she's, she's an entrepreneur. She's getting stuff done. And I saw her in such a different way, the Proverbs 31 woman. And I was like, Yeah, that's the kind of woman I want to be. You know, like hustle, like I still, you know how people hate against the hustle word? Like people are like hustler. No, I ain't going to say that. Like I'm not, a, I don't want to hustle in life. I don't know. I like to be like, I'm a hustler. I'm a hustler, baby. Like I'm all about it. Like let's, and of course I'm not saying in an unhealthy way, I'm going to burn myself out, but like I'm okay with hustling here, working hard here, getting these things done in honor of my family, in honor of my values. I'm all about that. I'll be hustling all day for the things that I love. Right. So I kind of think of her as like the ultimate like hustler, like going after it, designing stuff that honors her family, leaving things behind for future generations. Like, whoa, like I just saw this chick so differently because I think sometimes the world will tell you like, you know, there's that message out there in the world that's like kind of like um, like you shouldn't be the one always cooking or you shouldn't be the one always um, doing all these like the the man needs to do that too. And yada yada. It's like there's that kind of like indep- misindependent independent vibe going, but in a negative way. And I'm all about like I'm telling you, I, I feel like I'm pretty misindependent. I'm gonna keep it real. But like, you know, in the way of that negative way where it's like you know what? I don't know, you I don't know how to explain this right, but I'm hoping you understand if you get me, you get me. You know what I mean by this. It's like this negative way, it's like this hate and wave energy around it, where it's kind of like I'll give you an example. Like I one of the things I love is like I love making my husband breakfast like I just a way that I feel like I'm an acts of service person though like I'm all about like I show my love that way by doing something so every morning I make him breakfast and I pack his lunch. And that's important to me. Like, that's the kind of wife I want to be, where someone else would be like, no, like he can make his own breakfast. You know, you don't have to be getting up early, doing all that stuff. And I feel like for me, it's like, I want to in honor of him, in honor of my marriage, in honor of who I want to be as a wife. Like, that's just something I want to do. I'm not saying that's for everybody, but that's how I want to show up in the world. And when I look at a, the Proverbs 31 woman, the way she shows up, I think it's very honorable. And I think it's kind of evidence that you can show up and be this way. And maybe like it initially might seem like a never-ending list that's overwhelming. But I wonder if you're able to do all these things and show up with this pleasant heart and mindset when you are also really working with God. Does it change like how you're able to show up in the world and how joyfully productive you can be? How things that you touch just seem to grow? I bet you it does when you're, when you're in that level of alignment. Okay, so let's real quick look at the Proverbs 31, 10 through 31 um, verses. So this is what it says. The wife of noble character, a wife of noble character who can find. She is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. Like I want my husband to feel that way about me. Like he's really confident about me, you know, he has full confidence in my abilities. Like the other day, y'all, I'm gonna keep going with this. But the other day, my husband said to me, I was talking about something about a dream that I had and like how it, how it just made me scared, you know, to go out and pursue it. And uh, my husband said to me, if I was gonna ever bet on anyone, bet on anyone to be successful, it'd be you. I'd bet on you. And I was like, hmm. it's like the, the sweetest thing. It's like he has full confidence in me and my abilities, right? probably because of the way that I show up in the world. Um, It says, her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. I think about that too when, you know how we get in those moods, we want to like complain. Like my husband can come home from work because I work from home and he gets home. And it's so easy to like want to dump more crap on him or just be like annoyed and be like, can you do this, that, Like, you know, like what we do sometimes um, as humans. And I always think about that. It's like I bring him good, not harm. I bring him good. And it changes like how I show up. Like I want my words to encourage him, you know, to be that kind of way, to lift him up, to be of higher energy, not the low, nagging, hateful, annoying energy. You know, I see people show up that way. And I know I've been that person too. But the thing is, is like I don't want to be that person. I want to be intentional about how I show up in the world. And for me to show up and be able to be this kind of girl, I got to really take care of myself and my own energy. OK, let's go down the list. She selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. I mean, this girl is going out there deciding. She selects. She selects the things that she's going to work on. That's intentional. Homegirl's intentional. And you know, I love that because I'm all about I have the podcast, intentional mind, intentional mind podcast. I geek out about that all day long she is intentional she selects what she's gonna work on wool and flax and works with eager hands mean like she's intentional about what she's doing and she's eager to do it it's not saying they're being lazy about it um she is like the merchant ships bringing her food from afar it means this girl goes out gets opportunities and brings them back right to serve her family is that you are you opportunistic Do you go after stuff? Do you bring that back? Do you benefit your family? Like, I think about my clients. Like, I've been blessed, y'all, to have some of the best clients over the years as a career coach. And they're like, they go after it. They go get those opportunities. And who does it bless? Their families, the people that they love, you know, because they're bold, they're courageous. All right, continuing on. She says, she gets up while it is still night. She provides food for her family and portions for her female servants. I feel, I feel like that can be me because I like to get up early and it's dark out and I like that time for myself. And so many women that I admire, they really prioritize getting up early and just like having that quiet time with God or working on their own thing that they're working on. Like it's just or even like a lot of people I know too was like all about like setting stuff up in the morning for, to, for things to flow well for their family but it's like they're intentional about taking that time when it is still dark. So there's like power. There's a reason why there's so many books and things about morning routines. And how there was like the 5 a.m. club. And why people are getting up so early. It's like there's something sweet about that. That moment. That moment of darkness for yourself. So I'm like this girl, she got it. She's been doing that. Proverbs 31. woman. Okay. Um, She considers a field and buys it out of her earnings. She plants a vineyard. This is what... My mentor that is a woman investor, this is what she was referring to. She says, she considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. So this chick, right, she's considering what to invest in, considering what to buy, being intentional about it. And she buys it. She she analyzes it. She buys it. And then she gets earnings. She reaps benefits from it. So this is an example where she was like, sounds like invest, real estate investment to me, right? And out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard, right? She plants a vineyard. That means it's something that can continue to grow and be fruitful. So it's like she takes that money that she's earned, like she's a good businesswoman. I mean, it might not even look like always like in personal like real estate investments. It might look like something else, but this chick is like a businesswoman. She's taking things and then growing more things from that. And I just think about so many women i know that are crafty they make stuff and like they'll they'll be making it and then with their hands eagerly right selecting the pieces make it sell it for more then pour that money back into something else that they're creating and it's like this like effect of like more keeps coming in like it's cool right i see that characteristic in so many amazing women that entrepreneurial spirit that creative spirit that's there that intentionality And then it says, okay, she sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her task. All right, y'all. This is how I interpret this one. I'm all about, like, I want to have nice arms. I'm going to keep it real. I am big about doing this five-minute arm video, workout video. Mess me if you want to know which one it is. And your arms legit get toned. But I'm about like, I just want to I want to be strong. I know this is not so much of a physical thing, but it's like maybe this verse doesn't actually mean that. It says, she sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her tasks. It means like her body is prepared for her to do what she needs to do. And then you're less tired. Think about it. When you're in shape, when you're in fit, when you take care of yourself, you're not as tired as someone that is, not taking care of their their health very well. They a- you're able to do a lot more because you're healthier cuz you take care of yourself. Well, I mean, people always comment about my energy. Like they're like, "Dang, you got so much energy." And I t- I'm telling you, I don't just wake up that way. Like I get energy because I generate it. I'm always trying to like – the days that I need more energy, like I know I'm going to be facilitating all day. I'm all about like you better get up and do workout, start to generate that energy. My body then, it gets stronger. It can handle a lot more tasks maybe than the average individual. So think about – I see this as like let's, let's make sure we're taking care of our bodies, strengthening them so that we can show up and be joyfully productive. All right, she says she sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. Like, this girl is bringing in stuff, like profiting based on how she shows up. Her lamp doesn't go out at night. Meaning, like, I, I kind of see this as like maybe someone will be like, oh, then she's working late into the, the evening hours. I kind of see it as like she still even has energy at night because she's killing it. She's doing great, right? um let's see in her hand she holds the distaff and grasps the spindle with her fingers okay she's like super intentional about how she's doing things she opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy gracious heart heart of service cares about other people that's how you are that's how you show up um when it snows she has no fear for her household for all of them are clothed in scarlet meaning this girl's prepared that means like on the days, like the weather ain't that great. Don't worry, because we've prepared. We've thought this through. We're intentional about how we show up. This gets me more excited because it like validates all the, the programs that I create. Clarify your vision, commit to your vision, my group programs, all the things. I'm like, yeah, we just creating some more Providence 31 women. That's what's happening up in here. Um, she makes covering for her bed. She's clothed in fine linen and purple, meaning she takes like she takes pride in how she shows up. Think about that. Like ca- that, I'm getting. Ca- I feel called out, y'all. I feel called out over here because I like my sweatpants. I like my joggers. <laughs> I don't get ready all the time, but I feel like I do want to step it up and, not- and actually take a little more pride in how I show up. You know, because it does make you feel different. Like I used to always say, like I'm a completely different person in my sweatpants than I am in my blazer. Like, I mean, for real, I'm the same person. It's still me, Angelo. You know, but you know, I feel different. I'm a little more shy when I'm a- when I'm scrubbier. But when I got blazer around, I'm like, I'm, I'm rocking this out. It just is a different feeling. So taking pride in how you show up. Um, She makes linen. Let's see where we are. Oops, we, we went too far ahead. Her husband is respected at the city gate where he takes a seat among the elders of the land. I kind of see this as she helps her husband to be successful, right? He holds successful titles and he, because he's got a wife, that also helps him. You know, you don't gain your success alone. Beside every successful man is a successful woman. Right? Team. I see that in that way. Okay. Doo doo do. What else did she say here? She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies the merchants with sashes. Again, still hustling over here, making stuff, selling stuff, making stuff happen, blessing other people with her gifts. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. You know, this is very popular. Clothed with strength and dignity and laughs at the days to come. I, I, right here, what I think about is queen vibes. It goes back to this. It's like strong. You have dignity. You show your self-respect. Like you, you trust that things are happening for you. You're not afraid of what's coming in the future. When you walk in a room, you look like you're a strong person and you have d- dignity. Meaning you're not hunched over like you're, you're standing tall, open chest, confident. Think about that. When you walk around, do you show up that way? And if you don't, like turn up a notch. I'm, I'm thinking about that. Like I want to show up, walk into a room and have people, because there's so much psychology around this, like human psychology around like, what does someone look like if they're a winner? And our subconscious is always like judging people. So we're like winner or loser. Like, do I want them in my team? Are they part of my tribe or would they be a weakling in my tribe? Like that tribal mentality is so ingrained in us that subconsciously we judge people based on that. So I do, I just feel like if you notice it, you do it too. Like if you go somewhere and you see someone and they're like hunched over and they're making themselves small, you're kind of like, oh, that must be weak, you know, that's sad, right? But if someone's up and they're like winner, they're confident. If you're like picking people to join your team, right? Who are you are going to pick? Who are you going to pick? You're going to pick the ones that look like the winners. The ones that look strong, that have dignity, take pride in themselves, you know, in the good way. You know what I mean by that? Okay, so she speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. Faithful instruction is on her tongue. I think about that as like, you know, you can speak from a place of faith or you can speak from a place of doubt. Another one of my favorite quotes is, don't let doubt kill your possibilities right? People who speak from a faith-based place or they think from a faith-based energy, a higher energy like that, they don't allow like their doubt to rob them of the goodness God has for them. So just check yourself. When When you're questioning if you should pursue an opportunity or something, like what would you do if you came from a place of faith and true trust? What decision would you make then? Would you just go after it? right? Because you're not afraid about the future. Just think about that. Are you letting doubt be the thing that, you know, has the steering wheel? Okay. Uh, she watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness, meaning girl, homegirl's not lazy. She watches over the affairs of the household, like queen of the household. Not lazy. Um, her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Like, it seems like her husband really thinks fondly of her and her, her children even think really fondly of her because she sets a really great example for them. I think about that a lot about, like, my life and how I really want to be an example to my children about, like, being a faith-filled woman who really takes pride in, like, who she is in Christ and how she shows up in the world. And really shows up from a place of love and faith and that kind, of, that kind of energy, not the doubt, despair, hateful, bitter, not that kind of energy, like faith-filled energy, right? And I want people to notice that, notice that, that I'm different in that way. Um, but that takes practice. That takes me training to be her. Okay, next thing. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Meaning like a Proverbs 31 woman stands out. People that like show up this way, they stand out in the world. But it takes again a training to be this person an intentionality. Okay, charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting. But a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. A woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honor her for all that her hands have done and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. Ooh, I like that, and that's how we end it. So, I'm just curious if maybe you're thinking of the Proverbs 31 woman in a different way, or if this has helped you. I hope it has, or encouraged you. I hope you can like reflect back on this in the future. Like I pulled it up on my phone, I did a screenshot of it, and I'll look back at it, and it just gives me some ideas. And sometimes like when I show up in my life, now I see evidence of the Proverbs 31 woman where I'm like, there I am acting like her. And it's just like a way to train your brain, like reading through it. And then then your brain's like, oh, there's evidence of you acting that way. There's evidence of you showing up that way. Like just all this stuff, evidence starts to show up. And then in a sense, your brain's like, oh, I, I am her. So I need to behave like her. It's a way to train your mind. And I'm a nerd about the mind. That's why I created the Intentional Mind podcast as well. It's because I really think that we don't just show up as the people we want to be. Like we got to train ourselves to be that kind of person, right? It takes us programming our minds to think that way. Train our brains to think that way. Build habits of that kind of person, you know? And that's what we're doing here is we're learning this stuff. All right, y'all, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave us a review, reach out if you have any words of encouragement, questions, anything like that. Have a blessed and beautiful day. I will talk to you soon, bye.